You're tuning in to Spectre Radio. Revisiting our favorite Star Wars movie moments and debating about scenes from the shows. We're just three millennials trying to find our way through the galaxy through the eyes of the Jedi, clones, and the Sith. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. My name is Alyssa, and we are Spectre Radio. Radio. Time has come to address your invitation to the Jedi Council. That invitation stands. While some felt your behavior to be rash, others recognized that you perceived something extraordinary through the Force. That ability is one that can only enhance this Council's deliberations. Hey guys, welcome back to Spectre Radio, and if you're just joining us, welcome to our segment of Consult the Council, where we answer fan questions either from online or sent to us via text, think somebody called me, so this is uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. How are you guys feeling? I'm ready. I you're... am so ready. <laughs> one of us is ready, one of us is so ready, and I'm me, so I guess I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm me. Yeah. So, all right, I'm going to kick us off, and I like this question a lot, um, and I had a pretty good answer for it. The second I saw it, I'm like, all right, I, I, got, I got a good answer. So the first question we got from Derek Ober, I believe is how you pronounce the last name. I apologize if that was yes. not correct. Okay, cool. Shout out to you, Dobes. <laughs> so the first question is, do you think Kylo Ren was having a forced-based connection with the ghost of his dad, Han Solo? Or was he having a delusional break, you know, PTSD, from killing his own father in cold blood? So my thing was that it was kind of both. So I think in the Clone Wars, when they were on Mortis and they saw Qui-Gon, and Obi-Wan's like, how are you here? And he said, I'm here because you are here. So he could connect to him through the Force. But I think he wouldn't have been able to see his father had PTSD not caused him to be conflicted and pulled toward the light. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have seen it if he was just dark side. Personally, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's a good answer. Um, I I wrote uh, quite a bit about this. I said in my notes that I want to answer this question without research or being skewed by the internet because I feel like the second you Google this, like it's going to present all kinds of information to steer you one way or the other to the answer uh, sure. or the one of the two that he suggested. Um, but just based on what I know from the films, I truly believe that he was having a force-based connection with, you know, I don't know if we call this a force ghost of his father since he wasn't, you know, a Jedi or, you know, force sensitive per se. I think he, you know, was probably kind of like how we just talked on the Rogue One podcast about, you know, Jin's mom, you know, really respecting the force, more of like, you know, faith or religion. And, you know, he was never a Jedi, although he did wield a lightsaber a few times, or at least once that I can think of. Um, He did end up having a strong connection to the force. And he was like Jin in that aspect, where at the beginning, he wasn't this believer. And after he's, you know, experienced um, so many good things from it, and so many people that are super connected to it 
um, you know, he definitely came around and, and, you know, got rallied to the rebel cause. Because uh, at first, you know, even in the solo pod, we talked about how he didn't want to be on anybody's side. He just wanted to, you know, make a lot of money and live with this woman he loved. Um, and that was about it. Um, and we saw him grow so much over the course of all these films, including these scenes and moments we're talking about after his death. And while he didn't necessarily glow like a force ghost does, we did see that strong connection in the force between Ray and Kylo. So I really do think it's more of a very strong force-based connection with the person he loved. Hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. That's a very well-planned, well-scripted answer. <laughs> I wrote it out. <laughs> um, see, I say more PTSD because in my Star Wars theory, in my head, that is almost never wrong. I feel like... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like only was very people... I am the podcast of you. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. If you don't know what Andrew is talking about, go to our Facebook page right now. And there's a meme in the memes album that uh, explains the I am the podcast joke. <laughs> so again, I feel like PTSD because in my, in my brain, only people who are force sensitive can force time. Time. that's what i'm calling it because there's no yes. there's no name for it yeah um, it's force timing yeah. i don't know ezra was able to see his parents through the force and they were dead but we don't know whether his parents were sensitive exactly we don't know so and in all fairness we technically don't know if han was force sensitive like yeah that's fair it does it i mean could right. he could leia just be the only force sensitive one and then have the offspring who's force sensitive absolutely well, and she was but, a force wielder too we learned or later, if maybe but... if if you're powerful enough through the force it doesn't matter who you're talking to through the force i don't i don't know also he's like moved beyond and become part of the uh what do they call that the cosmic force the cosmic after force. you pass yeah so who knows but i i, I like both of your answers those are those are really solid answers guys all right, moving on to question number two. The best from, question. Uh, gosh, here we go. From two of our favorite listeners. I, I just have this as Mama and Contrera. Thank you, and, Mom. And from our good friend, Adam. Um, Mama really just wrote and said, Darth Jar Jar Theory, explain. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the short version. And Adam said, what if Jar Jar was an actual Sith? So I know this is where I basically bow out and give Wyatt the floor. <clears throat> oh, let me, uh, let me, he's, uh, he's cracking his knuckles like he's going to perform a uh, major oh. concert on the piano. Oh, my God. So my notes on this. So That's three pages long. <laughs> no. So my reaction is, do we really need to explain? Because it's obviously true. Oh, uh, I don't know that my mom knows what this is, so that's why she said to explain is, it. Yeah, is, yeah, back up, back up. Can you explain? And she would love for her adoptive son, Wyatt, to explain <laughs> it. She would we love it. We need the backstory, yeah, for Andrew's mom and for my mom. <laughs> my all, mom doesn't even know who Jar Jar Binks is. all the moms <laughs> out there. So it makes, it makes sense that he would be a Sith or a Darth because he's he's undercover like how Palpatine was he gave the Chancellor the supreme power in the Senate in Padme's um, absence so that's to me stop shaking your head Alyssa (laughs) 
to me immediately emergency powers <laughs> to the supreme chancellor misa say you crazy for thinking misa says it and there's so many so many reddit theories on this as well oh god i want to say even star wars theory on because youtube also has on the i think they've done true. at least one i like star wars theory i'm pretty sure eckhart's ladder on YouTube has done it too. Um, a lot of them have done it. You guys it. will have to find the one we agree on and I'll post it on social. We're not going to agree sure. on anything. <laughs> no, we, we can agree on Andrew and I can agree. <laughs> so, I mean... On this. That's how I'm feeling about it. I think it, it would be a great story, even if we got... Even if Disney Plus did a side mission about how corrupt he really was. Oh that's what God. That's what I want to see. Oh boy. Well, I've seen the photos circulating online and I They're know terrifying. I sent them to you guys of what a Darth Jar Jar would look like. Almost like, you know, how, um, you know, Sheev when he kind of went full um, Sith and evil and turned into that like wrinkled up, shriveled looking Mr. Ooze type situation over there. Um, was that Darth a Power Rangers movie reference? Yes, it oh was. My oh my God. Thank you so much. The she Mighty Morphin Power Rangers yes. movie. Ugh, okay. Yes. Ivan Ooze. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I mean, they look similar if you think about it. You I mean, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I love that it, movie. But. To, to finish off my this uh, <laughs> explanation, I feel like it makes the most sense out of the prequels. The prequels were not our favorites. So if I if I had this small glimmer of hope that what I think happened happened, then the prequels are the best thing that happened to Star Wars. Oh my God, you heard it here first from Again. The, straight from the horse's mouth. It's a yeah. good thing you're pretty, Wyatt. We're just gonna say that. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, no, so those that's... those photos are really scary and yucky looking. He looks like a swamp creature because he literally is, but like. Like a, a scary swamp version. creature. It was terrifying. But just yikes. I don't see it though. I think, you know, he's such a simple minded guy, like very simple minded. Um, I think he was just very easily manipulated by Pal Palpatine because he was so feeble minded. Um, I mean, look at what Palpatine did to some of these people with strong minds, right? Like Anakin was was not a weak-minded person, right? He was very heavily manipulated to think, you know, what his goals were, you know, were good, but to use those goals for evil, right? And lead him down that path. So, I mean, I think it's it was very, very, very simple for him to manipulate someone that is uh, so, so just naive. It's almost too simple. That's that's kind of where I'm I'm turning on it. But like, how could someone that innocent and naive be that evil? I don't see that. Okay, replace what you just kind of thought and put Anakin in that in that sentence. Right, but like we see the the way that he's led to it, right? Like we get mm -hmm. the backstory and we get all of the gaslighting that happens and like the then manipulation that goes need. with it. We need the a Catholic judge priest like manipulation since he was nine. <laughs> sure, sure. I agree with that. I would I would buy into a a a dar jar a, a dar jar. Dar jar. <laughs> a dar jar. A jar jar Binks origin story, but um I don't think that would give us the pieces you're wanting to to declare. But Andrew, please break the tie. So I, I figured I would be fair yes, best, to Wyatt. There you go. 
I would be fair to Wyatt. I was originally just going to bow out of this question or give it like a half butt answer. Um, but <laughs> I, I'm going to be fair to the man who made me uh, the best man at his wedding. And in fact, almost demoted me and picked my brother instead. Um, <laughs> so oh, Alyssa's gone. See ya. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what I wrote was, I don't, I can see him being a Sith. I can't him, see him being the supreme overlord Sith. Correct. Um, I can't which see a him lot being of people, a lot of people are like, he's the ultimate, the, the penultimate Sith, you know, Darth Revan and Darth Bane and Sidious bow down to him. I'm like, th- there's only one angle I can see that. And that's just, he's like the laziest Sith of all time. And he wants everyone else to do the work <laughs> for him. That would be it. And I've had, I've had some managers like that. Um, Oh my so what, God. I, what I wrote, um, well, probably most of them won't listen to this. And if they oh do, gosh. they need to know that this is what they do. Um, Woo! Burning so those bridges. What, what I wrote was if he was a Sith, he didn't do it correctly because the Sith think inwardly only about themselves. They care, they rely on their passions mm-hmm. and they do everything they do is to gain more power and mm. it's to be selfish. They do not share their power. Ooh, if they share preach. their power, it's to make it so they can get more power yes yes he Further their made own agenda. somebody else the supreme chancellor with extra emergency powers he made him be the emperor basically so he if he was a sith he and he either didn't do it correctly or he knew palpatine was smarter and was just a team player the first team player in the entire sith order for tens of thousands of years and was just like all right my my boy sheev I'll give him the power so we can share credit and win. That's that's the way that I I, I could see that going. But, but I, like, I wanted to give it a real answer for you. Your Wyatt. answer is saying one thing and your logic is saying the other. Yeah. I'm also a guy. What, what, what do you want? <laughs> what do you mean? You're like, I'm on Wyatt's side, but here's all this logic that supported Alyssa's argument. I'm on Wyatt's side of giving him a real, not half-butt answer. I was just going to be like... While silently agreeing with, with while Alyssa. While silently sitting on the fence between the two of us. I am a better politician than most politicians out there. What do you want from me? I don't I think, know. I think a keeper of the peace. We better move on for this question before we disband. Yeah, <laughs> yeah before this podcast ends <laughs> altogether. Abruptly. Yes. Abruptly. All right. Our next question comes from my good friend, Paul Cleaver. How would the prequels be different if Dave Filoni directed the films? I love Yo, this Paul. question. Good question, Paul. I love this question. Such a good question. I feel like we could just do a whole podcast just on that question alone. Probably. So let's try and um, shrink this as much as we can. So as much as I would love have loved that, I don't think it would have made what he produced as special. So I don't I don't think Rebels would have been a special, Clones would, would have been a special, Mandalorian would have been a special because he puts his touch on it versus Lucas directly. But that being like a game of telephone. Like yeah. George Lucas tells him something and it comes out, it's not quite what George Lucas said, or it's not quite how he said it, but it's still good, kind of thing. I mean, Filoni has been called the godfather of Star Wars directly sure. from Lucas. Mm-hmm. Which you might as well just be crowned and knighted at that point because there's there's no higher um, title. I don't think um, I would stop crying if someone said that about me. Um, but if he did produce um, episode one through three, or direct him rather, we definitely would have gotten Ahsoka. Hmm. 
You because, think so? Yeah, he created Ahsoka. Why I mean, wouldn't... I know, but like, do you he you really think he would have been able to do that that early? Yeah. Damn. That's I truly do. That. Potentially. That's, that's such a strong character and such a huge history of Anakin's leadership yeah. and growing up. Why sure. wouldn't you include it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel robbed that we only got it in clones as mm-hmm. far as her working with Anakin. Right, right. I understand. Um, yeah, I mean, we did talk a little bit about their connection in Rebels, too. We get a little bit more of their relationship there. But, uh, you know, obviously, to your point, they're on opposite sides at that at that point mm-hmm. in time. Mm-hmm. And continue to be later on. Um, I, I just feel like I wouldn't have as much appreciation for stuff that he's done now than I, than I would. So that's why I kind of want to keep it the way we, we had it. Um, you don't want too much of a good thing? Is that what yes. you're saying? It's like yeah. saying it's 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 yeah. like saying I love you over and over again, it kind of loses its its fire. What? Uh maybe it's Happy I don't Valentine's know. Day, guys. <laughs> maybe it's more like if you like continually brought somebody like uh you know, you surprised your your girlfriend at work with like uh food every day and it's the same food from the same restaurant every single day and it's good but it's just like oh are we gonna get anything else or or is that it and that wouldn't necessarily be her being ungrateful it's just like we've had the same food every day for you know i'm not buying into these analogies but i don't know i i understand what wyatt's saying there is such thing as too much of a good thing okay you eat too much cake what happens (laughs) you keep going you keep going (laughs) and you become a diabetic which is not a good thing because (laughs) then you can't have more cake you become Jabba the Hutt. Oh boy. Or or you become Jabba the Hutt, who probably is diabetic. Um what I my thoughts on that was because I kind of agree with Wyatt, but if he were to do it, um I think there would be more um character development. Um yeah, okay. more more about the force yeah. and less politics. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. out of all of the episodes in the Clone Wars show, how many were about politics? I mean, there was a good half dozen really strong political ones, maybe 10, but there were six seasons in a movie. Mm-hmm. So I think it would have, de- especially with like his understanding of how the force works. Like I, I sent you guys earlier yeah. a video about um, what Freddie Prinze Jr. had to say. And he got that straight from um, Dave Filoni, who mm-hmm. got it straight from George Lucas. So right. how right. he understands Star Wars and the force And especially since he did the Clone Wars and he had a really good grasp of how to do those prequel characters. Right. I think it would have gone differently. Um, I think he still could have conveyed all the emotion that was in there, especially the emotion that we like. So um, I'd like to think that there was be slightly less cringy dialogue. But as we talked about in episode two, some of it wasn't necessary. (laughs) As we talked about in episode two pod, it wasn't necessarily cringy if you're an angsty late teens early mm-hmm. 20s person who's mm-hmm. passionately in love and is for the first know, time that, that love is unrequited right so yeah so that's that's <laughs> my pers- <laughs> that's my personal yeah i just on. started off my notes by saying can we just appreciate the genius that is dave filoni for real um for sure and then I wrote and kind of dove into his background here about- I would love to meet him. I know, right? Um, <laughs> I wrote some notes about his background. Do you guys know that he was involved with Avatar The Last Airbender? 
Yes. That's, and did you know yeah. about the connection to the Mandalorian? From Maybe. Avatar? Maybe. Yeah. No. You ever notice on Mando's gloves that he has blue arrows like Aang? Okay, that I did know. That's also in um, the Clone Wars. Yes. Um, one of the clone troopers. The troopers' helmets. Yeah. Have the arrows on them. Um, yeah, so it was he like Sergeant Apo who becomes Commander Apo, and he yeah. actually is attacking the Jedi Temple in Episode Three. He like sprinkles that in. Mm-hmm. I just think that's hilarious, and I love that like little Easter egg. It's very Disney of him, but it was a Nickelodeon show. <laughs> I love that so. interview with him on The Mandalorian, where he got the call to work on Star Wars. Yes, Star Wars, and he didn't tell the story. It. Tell the story, because I was gonna just tell that. Go, go, go. So he gets a call, and he was assuming that it was somebody pranking him. Um, cause he was working, <laughs> this was at the end of his work on, I believe Avatar. it was at the end of, on Avatar. Yes. And he was like, right. So you want me to work on star Wars? He's thinking it's one of the guys on SpongeBob pranking him or whatever. And the woman's like, yeah, that's, that's right. Like not under, like, she's like, why, why is this guy answering these questions that way? And he's like, oh, you know, you're talking to Dave Filoni, right? She's like, yeah, this is, this is Dave Filoni, right? And he's like, yeah, who put you up to this? Yep. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was, that was he great. He had interviews with executives and then even with George Lucas. And then mm-hmm. he was convinced that he just like screwed up all the interviews. But he was like, this will still be a cool story to tell people when I'm in line for episode three. <laughs> like is literally what he said in the interview. And then he, you know, got a call from a producer and was like, you know, you're part of the team. You were hired. Um, so I love that. I think it's so relatable to like oh, yeah. all of us, like. It's just crazy, but yeah. So I love all of those little um, connections, but I think um, the the thought that I first had was, well, pro- we would probably have had a lot more droid moments in the prequels. Because mm-hmm, I feel like we got a couple nuggets here or there, like um, especially in episode three, we get a lot with R2 and like, R2, make the elevator go up. No, R2, make the elevator go down. And then R2 like fighting off those giant like droid fighters and lighting them on fire, <laughs> like that whole sequence. And we get the R2 scream and all of it is very just like classic Star Wars. We love it. Um, so I think we definitely would have gotten more like comedic relief in some of the films um, had he been a bit more involved. And, it would have been know, wonderful that we do know. <laughs> right. And obviously, like you guys said, I agree with what you said about him just really understanding the force and star wars and the characters so well and he just gets it on another level and if you haven't watched that uh, docuseries from the mandalorian in season one absolutely go check it out with the behind the scenes information. i think there's it's, season two out as well yeah season two is out i i think i only watched the first episode so i don't know if there's been more since then because the first episode was super long mm-hmm. and really great but um you know he talks about directing the the pilot of the mandalorian and and a mm-hmm. bunch of other, you know, episodes as well. So definitely also side note really about cool. that, um, about the behind the scenes stuff, Bryce Dallas Howard, everything she says is adorable on that behind the yes. scenes thing. So cute. We love it. Alrighty. So, uh, this next question, uh, I'm kind of super pumped about cause, uh, my old assistant manager, Cameron Bissell, uh, who's one of the good managers, not one of the ones I was previously <laughs> talking about. I want to make that abundantly clear. Um, ask this one. Um, and he, he, every time he listens to our pod, he's always like texting, like putting his answers in. He's like, Oh, I have this question. Oh, I have this question for your thing. So I super appreciate the support there, Cam. Um, so the question was, what would your lightsaber blade color be and why? 
So while I would prefer the green color lightsaber on the lightsabers personally, because it's a Jedi counselor, um, it means, you know, using the force more, uh, your abilities relying on the force more and, and using your lightsaber a little bit less, I would technically prefer yellow. Ooh. A lot more undercover work. They they often use um, tech with the force. They they're not afraid to get their hands dirty or go on extended missions. So that one would be what I would prefer. I don't know if yellow's really even canon anymore, except for yes, the um, except for the temple guards. Didn't so, Ray have a yellow lightsaber? Yeah, Ray's was. Yellow. Oh, Ray did have a, a yellow yeah. lightsaber. So I guess it, it is recently canon. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys? So. I did not pick a conventional color oh. because this is my head. And again, like I said, everything in my head is true <laughs> and, can- and canon. Oh, gosh, um, the law. We never got an orange saber, did we? Ooh. Not no. in canon, no. Like a creamsicle color? A creamsicle. <laughs> <laughs> As everyone's mouths are now watering. <laughs> mm. um, only reason, and this is a total... Uh, cop out if there is one to stand out. So oh, you're, you're the Samuel L. Jackson. I'm the <laughs> I'm the Mace Windu of lightsabers. Yes. <laughs> Only to there's stand no out. other significance to orange. No. That's it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did not all. read into this question nearly as much as you guys did. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But if I had to pick a conventional color, I want blue. And why? Unless he, it, like, he likes aggressive negotiations. <laughs> Alyssa, you'll appreciate this because all the TikToks I see of blue sabers look awesome. Yeah, they that's are true. cool. That's so true. That's honestly why. For <laughs> for cool effect, I would probably go blue, but as far as what my actual job would be, it would have to be green or, or yellow. Yeah. But I, I hear you. They look freaking awesome yeah. on TikTok. Oh, uh, yeah. I have a lightsaber, and luckily I have a special kyber crystal that lets me change my blade color, and it circulates through the entire rainbow, so I could definitely get you orange in there, it's I'm sure. almost like a lightsaber mood ring. It's like a mood ring, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's nice because, like, why totally it's kind of teasing me because I have K TikTok, right and I'll make a couple TikToks with my lightsaber. I'm not great with it yet, wielding-wise. I, I definitely have a lot to learn. But You haven't gone through all the, the forms, have you? <laughs> no, no. I just uh, went online and clicked purchase this thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, my my blade color, to shocking surprise to nobody probably, is purple um, because it's always been my favorite color since I was a little girl. And I think that is because it was and is my dad's favorite color and we are very close. Um, my dad is actually from Minnesota. So we have a lot of purple and gold all over the house. We're big Viking football fans, unfortunately this season. Um, so I've always been drawn to that color. <laughs> my whole bedroom growing up was purple. I had purple dye tie dye sheets and everything like obsessed. Um, and to Wyatt's point, it's a very unique blade color. Like, I don't know outside of Mace Windu how many other times we really see it. It's very, very unique. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the fact that he has it makes it cool. And I like the other significance to it that it is a combination of red and blue. So, you know, in terms of, of Star Wars, it, you know, I like to think I'm a Sith, like I've said a couple times here. Like, I like the thought of being bad and being a villain and, being married to Kylo Ren, but um, you know, I, I definitely find uh, myself way more akin to the light side. So that way, you know, I could be both. Purple. There's something like about that nose on Kylo Ren, I guess. 
the nose. Oh, geez. Oh, no. um, I need to amend my answer because I don't know why I did not think of this. Are you dark, changing your answer? Dark saber. You want the dark saber? Uh, I enough. want the dark saber because you want to rule Mandalore and marry Bo-Katan. I hear you on both of those. <laughs> <laughs> I want the dark saber because it's one of the only blades that grows based on the person that's using it. Oh my god! So it's like petite friendly. So like if I had it, yeah, it kind of it does it automatically. It does it automatically, whereas regular lightsabers you have yeah. to adjust on the side. Yeah. Oh that's god. really cool that's a good point and the other connection which i really like is that it it's wielded from uh dark side and light side so it's not mm. like it's not like everybody who has a red saber is, is automatically a sith it's it could go it's either the way. elder wand of lightsabers <laughs> yes it could go it could go either way it um, literally they are very similar and i've made that kind of joke before right because of mm-hmm. like the the changing of hands and how you know obviously when harry finally got the elder wand it was like i actually own it now because i actually disarmed draco at malfoy manor and then it was like yeet goodbye to the elder wand oh boy uh, that too, is a really good many, point i didn't think too about many that similarities connection. yeah harry potter <laughs> merlin's beard harry <laughs> But uh, that that's allowed. We'll allow you to change your answer. I think that was a good one. That was one. a good answer. Okay. Versus my uh, creamsicle colored <laughs> saber. <laughs> Is that your final answer? I'm going to have no, to buy not. you a dark saber not now. I already got you the Kylo Ren lightsaber. Yes, I'm going to have I, to buy you the... I, I do need one to kind of match over here on the wall. Yeah, the one that they have at Target is like for kids, though. So I don't I did think it's going to grow based a, on your uh, height. I did white elephant gift this year for somebody. Oh, you did? Oh, cool. <laughs> and he loved it. I was like, it's oh, a child's goodness. gift. Is that okay? Oh, absolutely. Even better. Absolutely. Yeah. All righty. For question number five, we're about halfway through our list here. Uh, this question comes from my old pal, Josh Barber. So shout out to you, Josh and Jeannie. Um, thank you both so much for listening and all your support. Um, Josh's question is, which character or characters are you most excited to see continue their story in a new batch of announced shows and movies? And we kind of talked about this in the last consult the council with the with the shows we were excited for but we didn't really dive deeper into um the characters so um what i had was uh, a bit of a cop out again i love obi-wan so i'm really excited to see his st- story continue and like i said previously potentially even get um you know a live action satine in a flashback or s- two or so something like that to kind of weave her in would be just really nice to see him happy at some point poor old ben um so i think it'll be cool old ben kenobi old ben kenobi (laughs) old ben as he's 57 in actuality in in the universe (laughs) yeah so i think that would be cool to get another piece of the puzzle there and That'll be great because, uh, you know, obviously we've heard we're also getting Hayden Christensen back with that show as well. And we really haven't seen him like in anything since 2005, right? Literally. Mm-mm. Nothing. And he he said he was open to do Clone Wars and they just never called him. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and then obviously coming off of our Rogue One podcast and or like, I don't even know if that's still happening anymore, but I would I haven't love... heard any news for it. Yeah. But... 
But now nice. that Rangers of Rangers of the New Republic might be out, right? So with all the news that we're Maybe. not going to talk about, but uh, <laughs> Sadly. the Andor series might be back on the table. Um, I heard that it was already filming in London, so I don't know if production mm. has been continuing through the pandemic or or what's going on. But it'd be really great to see Diego Luna back in in that canon again. Um, what did you guys have? So. As I'm looking at my answer, I'm thinking, was this one of the ones that was announced or is this just in my head? Oh, really? So Cassian. I mean, they're... Yeah, yeah, that's okay. what I was saying. Andor. Cass- Cassian Andor is his full name. Okay. I'm, I do, because we get dropped right into the end of his life in Rogue One. So I, 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 lo- I love origin stories. That's why I, I did like um, Solo because we get to see everything and why he is the way he is. So I want to find out why why is Cassian the way he is. That's um, a good answer. Mm-hmm. Yep, it says uh, on Wikipedia, which you know, might be not accurate. It says it's scheduled to be released in 2022, and we'll have 12 episodes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. So looks like it, we got a green light. It's still on. We will Heck, see. TV. TBA. Heck yeah. <laughs> TBA. Um. So. My answer, uh, I have a couple answers. One is Thrawn. Yeah. So I'm assuming, and you know what assuming does, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm assuming he's going to be in the Ahsoka show, and I'm assuming we're going to have, hopefully, you know, if there's more Imperials in The Mandalorian, I, you know, it seems to be leading towards a larger and larger Imperial plot. So, like, the first season, we didn't have a giant light cruiser with, you know, all those Imperial forces on it. The second season, we did. So, it's getting a little bit bigger each time. So, I and I'm a big Grand Admiral Thrawn fan. I read yes. the first, all the three books that um, they have. I haven't read the, the prequel book to it yet, but I do have that, and I'm going to read it. Um, I read the three original ones from, like, the late 80s, early 90s. He's a really interesting character. He's, like a bad guy imperial sherlock holmes in those books it's very <laughs> friggin it's very friggin good and well written and then i'm excited to see like um potentially ezra and i know i believe sabine yes. was announced for ahsoka show so was she announced i thought she was i uh, maybe I, that's my wishful thinking or maybe i'm misremembering from mm. when somebody said she was announced for mandalorian but i would like to see their story continue and of course i'm excited to see anything that you know, Ahsoka does. She's served during two wars now. Uh, she was a Jedi, then she wasn't. Now she potentially is again. You know, she's back she's done forth, a lot. Well, I mean, and then she was apprentice to the Chosen One. Obi-Wan was another mentor. She dueled Maul. You know, she she's done a lot. She dueled Vader. She, she dueled Vader. She survived. She helped found the Rebellion. She's done a lot, so I would love to see her story continue. I don't want them yeah. to. I don't want them to overuse her, right? Just because I don't want, like, I don't want them to overuse Luke either. So they do have to be careful, but that's what I'm excited mostly for. All right, question six comes from Sebastian Arbelias. Arbor, yes, Arbelias. <laughs> Thanks, Alyssa. <laughs> so, what character from an animated series would you like to see in a live action show or series? And who do you want the character to be played by? I feel like we, we've we talked about this in almost every podcast, like who would play who if we got live action. So many times. Mm-hmm. Great now, question, Sebastian. But now we have a dedicated question for it. So 
I'm picking Thrawn because Andrew already um, brought him up. So the actor I wanted has already done Star Wars, so they can't really use him. So what do you mean they can't use him as as a Down different girl. role? Why not? <laughs> so I like Paul Bettany. He's he played um, Dryden Voss. I yeah, think yeah. He, I think he would have been a terrific Thrawn. Yeah, he's but got, he's also Vision. So different, different <laughs> but owned by Disney, which I have yeah. a theory that they'll own everything one day. Yeah. So um, then sure. <laughs> I went to another British guy, Hugh Laurie. Ooh, yes, Doctor Doctor uh, Um House. I yeah, was a Doctor Who. Sorry, Doctor House. <laughs> I got too excited. Hugh Dr. House. Oh my god. And he was so good. Do you guys remember him in 101 Dalmatians as the bad yes, guy? Yes. He was so good. I do like Hugh Laurie. I for me for Thrawn, I definitely like Benedict Cumberbatch. He's got the cheekbones. He's got the deep voice All for it. Uh, it's a significant portion of it for sure. Right. Um, but he can do the deep voice. Him, what? Isn't he also Doctor Strange or did I make that up? No, he's Doctor Strange. Yeah. But I, I think if he if he mixes, you know, his Sherlock with his his con from Star Trek, Pain and Blue, be perfect. Oh, yeah. Because the way he talked in con, not necessarily like how Thrawn sounds, but how he paces his words was pretty close, in my opinion. So he could either talk fast or he could talk slow. But he's got that deep, bassy voice. If he can manipulate it to sound like Thrawn, chef's kiss. Perfect. But I do like Hugh Laurie is very interesting. I, I, I've seen some people do like RDJ uh, pictures of it too. So that would be interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, That's we'll overdone. see. I mean, no more overdone than Johnny Depp doing everything. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I had two answers. So I came back to our friend, Agent Callis. Me too. That was mine. And my, my first thought was Daniel Craig. And I was like, eh, uh, my friend Cameron sent me like, that actually. What did he say? Yeah, yeah I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, he's such a good Bond. I love him as James Bond. You like him as Bond? Yeah. I don't. You don't? You don't? No. Wyatt, our, he's our not resident my British person, like, doesn't. Y- sure. Well, okay. I, like, I will say he's not my favorite Bond, but he's good. It's he's weird. Good. Like, James Bond is so generational based on what generation you're from. So, mine is Pierce Brosman. He's my favorite Bond. Sure, sure. So sure. I like different James Bonds for different reasons. I like um, Daniel Craig for the action and yeah. the toughness. Yes. I like Pierce Brosnan. Um, you know, well, he's he's quick witted like um, Daniel Craig, but he's also got the. I just don't think Daniel Craig can do the the romance part as well. Yeah, or I knew the, I was waiting for the sex appeal comment. Like, <laughs> come on, it's it's James Bond, but like how friggin' uh I don't even know what the right word would be to describe Pierce Brosnan, but he's Charism- he, wonderful chari- charismatic. He's he's got more charisma in my opinion than Daniel Craig, who I love, who was yeah, in The Force right. Awakens as a stormtrooper. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh was he? Oh. Yes. He was the one who was like, I'm going to unlock the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Uh-huh. Oh my god! I think Chris Pratt was a stormtrooper at one point too. In the oh new yeah, ones. we love that. Yeah, so why um, favorite? So um. anyway, he was my first thought, not who I landed on because I was like, <laughs> "Bye, Wyatt." Oh, bye, Wyatt. He signed out. <laughs> this is now the Chris Pratt fan club meeting. It always is, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in the wrong room. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so that's kind of my train of thought where it started, but I ended with Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. Okay. I think he would be perfect. He's 40 years old, 6'1", 190. Like, he can rock the facial hair. He's tough. Like, I think he would be perfect. Google his face, Wyatt, if you know. No, I know. I love him. He knows exactly who you're talking about. I love him. The way you were talking about him, I was about to say, you're going to buy him a ring, or how's that going to work out? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's got the British accent. Like, he has it all. Like, we can just say that. Um, Yeah, so I think he'd be perfect. Yeah, that's, again, I feel like that's, he's in everything. It's overdone. (laughs) He's not in everything. He's in a few things. He's in a lot of things. That was, that was mine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and then i had um sabine wren obviously we love her i would love to see her live i had an age question though so like at this point if we did see her live action with like this ahsoka series how old would she be andrew do you know well she was old enough in rebels to have already left the imperial academy and i think they only let you in there when you're like starting at 14 to 15 yeah. So I always got the impression that she was like less than three years older than Ezra. Yeah. She, uh, otherwise, she, you right. know, that age wouldn't work between the two of them. So uh, four years after that is um, Return of the Jedi and then five more years. So we're nine years after we left her. So, so if like she 25 was, around there. So 25 under 30 for sure. Okay. Under 30 for okay, sure. Okay. That, that works 25 for my, sounds that works like a for solid my pick. age. That works. 25 sounds like a solid age. Who's so obviously, um, Tyus Sterkar would love to play her and like has already thrown her hat in the ring. Um, have you guys ever watched The Good Place? Yes. The NBC show. So the voice of Sabine, who Taya, uh, Tia, Tia, I can't say her name. Sorry. Uh, she's Vicky, the demon from <laughs> The Good Place. And when I heard that, my mind broke. <laughs> I was like, what? Um so funny so anyway she she would be good but i was trying to like branch out again and like think who else um and wyatt i hope you like my answer because i really think Maisie williams aria stark would be a perfect sabine wren she's 23 years old she can do a really good american accent and she could absolutely rock whatever hairstyle you give her and she can blow shit up. Maisie Williams. Hmm. Yeah. You don't see it? <clears throat> I'm thinking, I don't know, like she did. She's one of those actresses where she nails a character. And to me, she's that character forever. She can't play any other role. Really? Hmm. Kind of like how I feel about a lot of actresses and actors in Star Wars as well. Sure. Um. But the more I'm thinking about it, obviously we get her really young in Thrones and she's on there for 10 years. So we get to see her kind of grow up through there. Right. But now that we're, what, two years, outside, two, three years outside of Thrones, maybe? Yeah, a, I think it's, she could do it. It's a strong, I know, she, I know she would love to do it. Google pictures of her with like blue hair, green I've, hair. She's follow, dyed her hair like I pink. follow her on, 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 on Instagram. Yes. Perfect. Then you've seen it. She can pull off the colorful hair. Like, I think she that could works. totally do it. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of her now. I mean, yeah. yeah, that would work for sure. Oh, what about the um the one the one other young actress that plays the queen of that one um, settlement in Thrones? Ends up getting destroyed by the... Oh, oh uh, little... um. 
it wasn't Liana. What was her name? Liana. It was Liana? Yeah. Mormont. Yeah. Lady Mormont. Lady Mormont. Whoever played her. Oh, yeah. She she was already scheduled to do something else, I think. I can't remember um, the other show, but they just she just announced that she's doing something else. I can't remember. I don't know what ethnicity that would translate to Bella for, Ramsey. for Earth. There we go. As far Bella as like what Sabine is in the show. I don't know exactly because she looks like some kind of mixed race. So that would that could only look fan freaking tastic in, in live action. Or even so. the um the actress that played Mulan live action. But she's in Mandalorian. True. Hmm. Oh, not live action. Sorry, I'm thinking. No, you're thinking of animated. Yeah, I know what you're thinking about. I was like, wait, I missed that. Also, Bella is only 17 years old, so I think she's oh, wow. too young. Yeah, she's a little young. Maisie's 23, and Sabine, like we're saying, would be like 25. So I think mm-hmm. Maisie's the right age. Um, but yeah, that would be interesting. Um, I didn't see the new Mulan, so I w- I was confused by your your comment. Sorry. Don't mind our Game of Thrones rant right there. <laughs> It's our podcast. We can talk about it if we want. Exactly. <laughs> Did we have any other characters that you guys thought of? No, mine was Agent Callus. So sorry. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Alrighty, for our next question, this was asked by a personal friend of uh, me and Wyatt, um, James David. Um, the question was. Would Star Wars Rebels work as a live action show like on Disney Plus? Such a good question. This question was made for us. (laughs) In real. I I personally think that it would. Um, You know, especially with how things are working with Mandalorian. Like, there would be no problem. We've already seen live action Twi'leks, you know, in the, you know, both pre, all the trilogies probably. And then we've seen them in in Mandalorian. So that would work for Hera. Um, wouldn't be hard to cast anyone else. Zeb would be the hard, Zeb yeah. and as Morrigan would be the hardest people yes. to do. Um, I would love to see it though. I think you could totally do it. W- but would Zeb be costume or CGI? That would be probably be the most probably difficult both. part. I think um, he would have to be. Yeah. yeah I mean, obviously he's, you know, he's kind of like tall. a Chewbacca in a way. He'd probably have to wear some kind but... of like light costume that had all the, the dots on it for the CGI. So it'd probably be like um, some kind of light costume, I, I would imagine, for CGI purposes. It would be really, it'd be really cool because I'd like to see, um, you know, love to see space battles. So any more of those we can get live action, I'm totally with it. Um, you know, Lothal looks like, it, or some of the other planets they went to look Ooh, like they might be that cool. That would be cool. Yes. Um, I want to see the Jedi Temple too. We all really want to see how much more handsome they can possibly make Agent Callus. Um, yes, <laughs> is yes, it possible? I said... feel like Dave Filoni can pull it off um, if, he, if he really set his mind <laughs> to casting it. Um, For sure. And it would be cool to see Chopper live action, like because we had R two and we have you know BB eight doing their thing. So right. I would love to see our resident droid cat be live action. Yeah, more than just that little cameo he had. And in then, one. you know, blind Jedi live action would just basically be like watching Daredevil, but Star Wars. And that would be <laughs> wonderful. And then again, I think Sabine would look fantastic live action. Yeah. And I want to see if they can possibly make Hera look any more beautiful, which is a pretty tall order. But uh, that's that's my answer. I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say. 
Yeah, I think that uh, this would absolutely work, especially if they filmed it similar to the Mandalorian style with like the video backdrops for, you know, like, like uh, Andrew just said with Lothal or, you know, even some of these other really cool locations that we get to see. Um, I would love to see the inside of the ghost live action. We've oh, gotten to sure. see like the inside of, um, you know, obviously the Millennium Falcon. We've gotten to see the inside of Din Djarin's ship. That name is escaping my mind. The Razor but Crest. It's, thank you, the Razor Crest, but it was obviously exploded, so that doesn't matter. Um, I, I wrote down, I also want to see Zeb live action. I agree. I think like it would kind of have to be like a Chewbacca type suit with all the fur and then maybe the face itself having the dots and that being kind of digitally manipulated. Uh, but I think that'd be cool. And like all the explosions and action we get from like Sabine's side and her like doing that, um, seeing fireworks in Star Wars would be cool. Like that one episode and oh, yeah. Empire she Day. She blew something up and it's, it's yeah, that was yeah, cool. Um, yeah. They wouldn't even actually, I'm just thinking about it. Um, the, the new video game, Jedi Fallen Order, um, Cal Kestis's master was um, the same race that Zeb was. Oh, he was, he was really? a Lassat. And I didn't recognize it at first because he had a more of a, a human looking face than Zeb's did. Now, I don't know if that's because Zeb had a lot of facial hair going on. So at first I was just like, holy crap, he, he's, a, he's a Lassat and he, he looks somewhat human. So if they did the makeup right, they would potentially have to do very little CGI. So it's, it's definitely easy to pull off. Why am I picturing the Grinch? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll send you guys a picture, um, Please, which means like now we hair. have to post it on our website. But <laughs> I feel like it's a more butch Gamora. Oh my God. You did not just say that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just like a more masculine with all the body hair. Gamora. Mm -hmm. And three feet taller and but just as much as a, as a badass as, as she is. So my answer to this question, you know, would Star Wars Rebels work as live action? Yes, it would. However, I feel like we already got it with Rogue One. What? Yes. The crew from Rogue One towards, you know, when they're when heading off to Scarif, to me, is a very similar dynamic crew to the Spectre crew. Right, which is like proof that it would work. Exactly. But... Like I said, I feel like we already had it. Mm. So do I want it to work? Yes. Do I think it would work? Probably not. What? Mm -hmm. What is with you tonight? Because what do you, what? You're coming in with all these opinions today. <laughs> How I'm dare sorry, you I'm, be opinionated? Am I not How dare opinions? you? You're a married man. You can't have those anymore. On my podcast. He's dead amongst my achievements. Not yours. <laughs> I was so upset that I didn't do that for Rogue One Pod. Oh, well, you've no, done it uh, why you're entitled to your opinions. Your wrong opinions. <laughs> so, as much as I would have loved to have Rogue One live action, I think it would have clashed too much with. You mean Rebels? Rebels. Rebels. Same thing. Whatever. <laughs> I don't think it would have, but that's the beauty of it. We could oh, both be wrong. Boy. All right, our next question, lucky number eight from our friend Paul Cleaver. Paul is, <laughs> is how does Obi-Wan not remember R2 in A New Hope? I feel like that's how he asked the question. That was the Probably. question I, I got. Um, <laughs> so I'll start because I feel like you guys are going to have way better answers anyway. Um, more like 
researched and developed question and answer here why it's like no <laughs> then andrew <laughs> then we'll make andrew go last um i think he obviously does but like essentially you know he is like basically in the star wars witness protection program like <laughs> we did like we I've, literally I've never seen this droid before <laughs> <laughs> i've never slept with this woman in my life um, I did not we, have relations with this. No, never. I did not have sexual <laughs> relations with that woman. Uh, oh, that just made this connotation so much weirder between these two characters. Anyway, to get back on the PG 13 track, um, oh, we literally saw this man, Obi Wan, disguise his appearance and his voice in Clone Wars, might I remind you. Um, so I don't think it's exactly a stretch to say that he was essentially doing the same thing here to protect his identity. I think the better question is, Paul, I'll throw the question back at you. Why doesn't R2 remember him or tell C-3PO since R2's memory was not wiped, just 3PO. So why doesn't R2 just in binary go bleep, 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 right, bleep, right, be nice and to tell our guests him. No, our no, friends. no. I, it's it's, it's uh, excitement, not anger. I know, I know. Um, um, I mean, passion. He, he, he does, he has been aged by twin sons for 19 years. That's the answer I'm going to go with. He don't look the same. He don't look the same. He doesn't. Sir Alleganis does not That's look fair, that much but like, like the name, you know what I mean? Like to Paul's point, like. That's true. He does say his name eventually and he's like, oh, old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> Uh, how do I know him? Oh, he's me. Um, of course you know, I like, he reveals me. who he is. But Wyatt, Wyatt, go, go. So what do you think? The answer I wrote down is the sun does wonders to the brain. <laughs> to the brain. Wow. The brain. Oh. Well, with with us living in Florida, you know, if you spend too much time at the beach, you're fried. Yeah. You get sun poisoning. Your head hurts. This. Is I get really tired. Yeah. This man has two suns on his head for 19 years in a desert. Where he's watching over um, Luke. So I really, unless I can't stop thinking about your comment that he's in the witness protection program and can't identify himself. Yeah, with the damn cloak over his face really and everything. Funny. But my my real answer is there's a lot of Astro mechs that look just like R2. Yeah, there's only so many colors. And there's probably right. millions of R2 class Astro mechs. Well, not more. now when we rewatch episode four coming up, we're going to have to pay attention to like if R2's name is said in front of Obi-Wan too, because then it's like, you have all the evidence. It's all there. So my answer was, uh, well, when episode four was written, uh, the prequels weren't really written yet. Um, and that hadn't been decided that they had met each other. That's going to be mean the- there's plot holes in Star Wars. What? No. <laughs> dare you, sir. No. Um, so that's going to be my out-of-universe answer. My in-universe answer is, technically, he didn't say he didn't know him. He said, I don't seem to remember owning a droid. He didn't own. He never owned R2. Uh, R2, R2 was a was a gift from Padme to Anakin, just like 3PO was a gift from him to her. Um, so... He might he might have like looked at the droid, not recognized it, and he's like, "Oh, this droid, rec- this dro- this droid said he was the property of an Obi Wan Kenobi." Oh, hey, you know, he probably just said that in his head, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can think of because they really have no good in universe answer for it that I've seen, uh, other than why it's uh, pretty good answer. 
the twin sons does wonders on the brain <laughs> so uh so yeah that's that's gonna be mine that was an excellent question paul very difficult to answer <laughs> question nine comes from again adam with the second question adam. so back to solo what if kira made it through the door on corellia my answer roll the credits <laughs> i love those memes <laughs> something happens roll credits because then there's no story apart from them just kind of falling in love and going off and doing their own thing which of course we learn we, we know later on you know he gets together with um why you're am not I forgetting you're not why am i so blanking on this you name? are not forgetting her name no one help him no one help him. Leia. <laughs> Jeez oh my Louise. Thank God I really the, wanted to help him. But. Thank God for the edit button. <laughs> yeah, um, gonna leave get it, it in. Leave it in, you coward. I'll leave it in. Um, <laughs> but then we don't get, if if she would have gone through the doors with him, we wouldn't have got her joining with Maul and working with Dredd and Voss. Mm. But so I'm sticking to my to my um my answer. Just roll the credits. There's there's no movie. There's no there's no drama. There's no there's no drive for him. Because his his whole plan is to go back to Corellia to rescue her. Yeah, I think um regardless of what would have transpired, she still would have been pulled towards that power. Like that that uh hunger for that you know type of power is not something that's um gonna go away like even if she was presented with different circumstances i think you know she kind of seemed like a leader among the the uh downtrodden little, little <laughs> what scrap rats the little scrappers yeah she seemed to fit really well and really enjoy being that um leader type figure and um I think she would have been drawn to that. Maybe it would have been for the good guys, but I think uh, ultimately, no matter what happened, her path was going to head that way. Um, I think circumstances might be a little different or might have changed things slightly, but absolutely go back and listen to our Rogue One podcast if you haven't. Um, one of our most recent pods, because we talk a, a lot more, or excuse me, Rogue One solo. No, I was about to say. <laughs> Hello. hey you messed I, I wrote rogue one in my notes that's why <laughs> i was very tired answering these questions obviously um so yeah go back and listen to solo and rogue one for that matter listen to them all listen to all of them if you haven't um please obviously thank you. spoilers so go watch the movies first but um yeah yeah that's uh that's my thought i like that i like that answer a lot um and if heck, if I didn't write what I would have written, I would, you know, probably be like, yeah, that's my answer. But since I wrote an answer, I'm going to say it. Um, I think they basically just, they would have lived their lives and they would have like needed money. So they would have become smugglers a lot earlier in life than he actually did. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think, so I'm going to add on to what you said. I, I think at first they would have lived their lives, but as her, you know, quest and hunger for power kind of grew as their money starts piling up. I think that would have created problems. So, right, yeah. and, but that would have caused him to get his heart broken later in life. So, and closer than to when he meets Leia. So I'm not sure if that would damage 
how they got together, Leia and him. I'm not sure if he it would be like, depending on how long Kira and him are together right. before he gets heartbroken. I, I don't know if that's going to like affect his decision or his ability to be charming towards her or whatever. So trust people. Yeah, for sure. He he definitely wouldn't give a crap about the rebellion. You know, if if, if he was screwed over that soon he still did it (laughs) it took a long time to convince him but yeah that's a that's a really good point that you both bring up though is like how that affects the timeline between him and leia all righty so our final question this is a pretty good one from michael gardner again michael coming in clutch coming in clutch all right so the question is you've got to put together a five strongman team for a rogue one type mission only one Jedi limit. I'm assuming that means force wielder in general. Who are you choosing? Who are you each choosing? So um, I chose Kanan and only if he's blind. He's got to be blind. If not, I'm not, if not, I'm not taking him. As horrible as, as, horrible as that sounds, uh, I'm not doing it for any kind of tax credit or anything like that. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> so no, I feel like his abilities grow while he's blind and having like daredevil on a rogue one type mission sounds freaking awesome so um embo totally on a daredevil blind superhero um so i got embo as uh you know as a you know either a hand-to-hand combat fighter or a sniper or a hacker or whatever embo's who the bounty hunter he was in um clone wars he's got the the metal hat that he can use as a shield he does all the crazy flips we oh okay okay He's the one who like speaks like this weird version of French. He was the one that was in oh, the, yeah, the, in the um um the box in the cube. Yeah, in the box. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he was in the the box episodes where they kidnapped the Chancellor. He uh he tried to I think he tried to kill Padme at the end of like season six and shoots at Anakin. Did. Everyone tried to kill Padme. And uh, then uh that episode Anakin. with the the farmers <laughs> that they protected against Hondo, he was there. So I got Embo. I, like I would keep um Chirrut and Baze because they were such a great team. You know, Cheer can beat the crap out of anybody with his stick. And then Baze's machine gun could mow down like a platoon of stormtroopers in like a minute. And then I picked Chewie because one, he's a pilot mechanic. So all that. And he can be their strong man if need be. So wait, you picked no droids. No, Chewie can do the work of some droids. He's that good of a mechanic. Oh my goodness. Wow. And then I think Embo is a pretty decent hacker too. And if they need to hack something, Kanan's got the force. So, you know. (laughs) interesting okay no droids wow i thought about a droid but i was like eh, we'll go without one a droid is literally my second character on this list yeah third on mine so i'll go ahead with mine so my jedi is plo Koon. oh so good love him he he just looks menacing to me awesome um k2so k2 as my droid zeb as my muscle Oh yes! This is a squad already. Oh, it gets better. <gasps> Grief Karga. Oh! <laughs> wow! My God! Do the magic hand thing, baby. <laughs> Best line ever. And then to wrap it all off, Mayfield. Oh, oh. he was a gunslinger. Mayfeld. Sure. Mayfeld. Yes. yes. Mayfeld. Bill, uh, what was Bill his, Burr. the actor? The actor's Space name? Bill Burr. Boston. Yeah. Bill Burr. <laughs> He's, he got a Star Wars role after saying he hated Star Wars. Is yeah. that what you have to do to get into Star Wars to say you I hate it? Apparently, I would have said it years ago had I known. 
Oh my gosh. Hey, Lucas, we hate Star Wars. We hate Star Wars <laughs> as we have a Star Wars podcast <laughs> saying how much oh we God. love Star Wars. Wow. All That's right, a Alyssa, solid what, team. What you got? Okay, yeah, oh, so much better than I, I thought of this like an hour before we recorded. So my thought process was a couple things. Um, I based it strictly off of the question. So I have a trick. I have a trick answer. No, no, not exactly. Um, It said five strong team, only one Jedi limit, period. Right. Um, Also, what was I going to say? My other point escaped my brain. So we'll come back to it. But so that being said, oh, I know what my other point is. Sorry. Um, I was trying to limit myself to, (laughs) yeah, I'm all over the place. I was trying to limit myself to characters that are still alive at this point in 2021. Okay. So I know we're like at a different point in the timeline, but I was like trying to focus on like, if I had to pick the the people that were alive today, today, quote unquote. Um, So my Jedi is Ray because she's Ray. Um, She's also a, heck of an engineer like you guys have kind of pointed out and and a pilot i was getting there yep and a pilot great choice um i i wanted a fighter and so this is a a uh an answer you guys are not gonna agree with and you're gonna hate me but my fighter is ahsoka tano because she's not a jedi she's an excellent fighter (laughs) so you are so plain with words right here. <laughs> it's not it's like, even. I, I chose. I'm I triggered. chose to follow the the rule of having of the Jedi being the Force wielder. You don't have to. If I didn't follow that rule, I probably would have picked a Soka. Yeah, in all the rule was only one Jedi, and I she is no, no Jedi. Jedi. So she's that's an excellent my fighter. Second team member. Uh, okay, keep going. <laughs> I put on my notes. She's not a Jedi. Hee <laughs> hee. Uh, my droid is R2-D2 because he is not only the OG, but he is the best of the best. Like, I love BB-8 because he's so cute, but, like, he's not practical. R2-D2 can freaking fly. BB-8 has to be freaking carried in a little beach basket, okay, <laughs> for, for Ray. The good news is BB-8 can't really fall over, though. R2 can and does quite often. <laughs> but in all fairness, fair, you're right. Fair argument, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I think that kind of goes with that explanation. The answer is R2-D2. True. Um, my gunner is Chewbacca. He's good with a blaster as well. He's loyal. He'd be good for keeping warm and snuggling. <laughs> you will never have a better nap than the lap. Oh, <laughs> right. <Wookie. laughs> yep. And then I was trying to think who else would fit in this team that is still alive. And my only answer was Din Djarin. So he'd work so well nice. with Ahsoka. He'd probably tolerate R2 out of all the droids. Like, I think they would, you know. He would they love met, to work met, with the Wookiee. They he would met love once, to work with the Wookiee. Right, yeah. and he, he was would? okay with it. Did, think, that he would I, work with the Wookiee? I think he's such a loner and loves to work by himself. I don't think he would He be. does, but he would see but, this giant Wookiee and be like, how easy is this job going to be but, to have a Wookiee? <laughs> but, big but, the question was a Rogue One type mission. This is one mission, okay? So, like. He so did have to die. work in a team. Sure. He did have to work on a team <laughs> for the prison break episode. And that was a whole ragtag yeah. squad. So this he is could, not, he could an put entire, his pride away for a little right, bit. Yeah. This is not an entire film or series of things. This is one mission. So this is one episode of rebels. Okay. Like that's it. 
um, in my mind, at least. So, yeah, I think he would work well th- with Ahsoka. Obviously, they met and they they came to an understanding. He'd, he'd tolerate R2. He's also a pilot, so if something happens to Ray, I have Chewie and I have Mando that can fly. R2 Just probably saying. too. R2 could probably navigate as well. Um, so I have like three, four pilots. So yeah, I'm sitting pretty over here. I like you guys' answers so a lot. My my crew is not practical at all, but I don't care. It's my crew. What do you mean your crew is not practical? None of these characters, except for two of them, were ever in the same time timeline. <laughs> and that wasn't a requirement. <laughs> that was not a requirement. I don't even remember who I said if they were all. In the, I don't think any of mine were in the same timeline. Uh, I guess Kanan, Embo. I guess they all technically sort of could be. I mean, Kanan, I guess. I just want more Bilber. That's all I want. For sure. <laughs> and I want more Plo Koon. That's what I want. Yeah. But he's dead yeah. and I can't have it. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was such a great question. Um, I would love to debate more about these teams later. And I would love to talk about like um, the logistics of these teams, like fighting each other. I think that would be Ooh. really cool. To, like, Owen square, needs to make an animation of all teams. this. <laughs> Crap, Kanan would lose to, uh, to Ahsoka and yeah. uh, Ray and Plo. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be great. Well, this has been another awesome segment of Consult the Council. Um, I've had such a great time debating and speaking with you fine gentlemen this <laughs> evening um, as we come to the end and the close of our recording. Um, just a couple reminders and housekeeping notes here to make sure to check out our giveaway that's only going on for a week so if you're listening to this this so badly (laughs) if you're listening to this outside of uh you know the middle of february you're gonna miss out Um, but basically from now until next friday which i believe is the 19th we will be doing a giveaway contest to celebrate 500 plays of our podcast super super awesome that we've had all the support um and we can't thank you guys enough and so to say thank you and to continue to grow our listenership we are doing a social media challenge giveaway so basically you need to go check it out on instagram for all the details um tag some friends in the comments share it to your story share it to your facebook timeline and we will be drawing a winner live the following Friday, the 19th at 6.30 p.m. Disney World time, Eastern Standard Time. And uh, you, we, we will be giving away. I haven't said. Um, <laughs> Wyatt or Andrew, you want to tell them what we're giving away? Oh, my gosh. I, I want this so badly. It's a Darth Maul Funko Pop. Uh-huh. Yes. So cool. I love it. Um, and we will pay to buy it and ship it to you for free. So... All you have to do to enter is the the categories I listed. Just comment and share to Instagram and Facebook. And we'll be tracking your entries on our end. And that will um, basically increase your chances in the drawing. You can have up to 10 entries in the drawing and we'll be doing it live. So make sure to go check us out on social media and listen to all the podcasts if you haven't and get the listens up because we're gonna try to do something special for you guys. So thanks again. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram at Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Consult the Council. This is Spectre Radio, signing off.